What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Water's Edge Sunday morning online worship experience. Once again, thank you so very much for choosing to hang out with us today, to worship with us today. For those of you that continue to like and share these online worship experiences with your circle of influence, thank you so very much for doing that. We get messages from people all the time who are tuning in from all over the place who find it very helpful. Continue to do that. Also, for those of you that continue to worship with us online through giving and generosity, maybe by meeting our new $10 challenge, thank you so much for doing that. Continue to do that. You're allowing us to help more people, love more people, feed more people, serve more people, and shelter more people. You allow us to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our city and in our community and to hurting people. So once again, thank you so very much for doing that. Today we continue with our brand new New Year 2024 series entitled Warrior. And this study has been all about this. It's about finding God's strength in our weaknesses when we feel like life is overwhelming and we're just being crushed underneath our circumstances. It's about finding God's strength in our weaknesses and building resilience in our life. Now, let me ask you a question. When you think about somebody's life, somebody's strength, somebody's faith, somebody's resilience that really, really inspires you, would you say that they've had an easy life or would you say that they've had a very difficult life or a challenging life? Most of the time, if we say that somebody's faith and their strength and their life and their endurance and their resilience inspires us, it's not because they've had a very easy life. It's because in the face of difficulty, in the face of a challenging life, in the face of storms and heartache and pain, they've held on to God no matter what. They've held on to their faith no matter what. Why is it that in the middle of hardships, stories of people holding on to their faith inspire us? Why is it that in the middle of pain and heartache and confusion, people holding on to God and holding on to their love and holding on to their resolve and their belief in Jesus Christ, why does that inspire us so much? I think I think that inspires us so much is because deep down we know that when we, when it's our turn, when we go through pain, when we go through confusing times, when we go through heartache, that we want to be the same way. We want to have the same resolve and the same inner strength and the same faith. We want to hold on to God even when our circumstances makes it feel like God is not holding on to us. Now, is there a question that you constantly find yourself maybe asking and sitting with all the time, like a big heavy question that you sit with every single day, a difficulty, a giant, a confusion. How did my relationship end up in this place? And you think about it and you sit with this question every single day. How did my health end up in this place? And you ask this question and you sit with it every single day. How did my job, how did my mental health and my emotional health end up in this place? And you think about it and you ask this question and you have to sit with it every single day. And it's a big question that you sit with every single day. And it's almost like everyone around you as you look at their life and you look at their social media. It's almost like everyone around you is just doing fine. It's almost like they're not sitting with these heavy questions, but you sit with this question every single day. And listen, something that we should never say to someone else who's in pain is things like this. Well, maybe you're going through this because God's trying to teach you something or God's just trying to mold you or, or just have some faith. 
or everything happens for a reason. I cannot stand when people say that. These are not things that we should say to other people who are going through heartache and pain and confusion because these things are not true. That's why we should not say them because they're just not true. And so here's the truth today and remember this and notice this today. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Some things in life is going to feel unresolvable for a long time. Some of the things that you go through, some of the things that you battle with, some of the things that you struggle with, and some of the things that you face and strike your life out of nowhere, it's going to feel unresolvable for a very long time. And when this happens, some people start to judge God's love and God's presence in their life by their circumstances. We're all tempted to do that. But people who inspire us, they've learned to not do that. And that's why they inspire us. They don't judge God's love in their life and God's presence in their life by their circumstances. No, they hold on to God in spite of their circumstances. They hold on to God even when their life is difficult and confusing. They hold on to God even when their pain and their circumstances make it seem like God is not holding on to them. Some things in life are going to feel unresolved for a long time. And when this happens, what do you do then? I have experienced so much and I have observed so much pain in the lives of other people and so much complexity and heaviness. Around five years ago, I was invited to speak at a funeral for this young man, for his family. He had lost his wife and his six-year-old daughter in a tragic, tragic traffic accident, a tragic one. And I remember after the funeral services, I was just talking to him and trying to pour some love into his heart. And I asked him how he was holding up. And he told me this. He goes, all I've been able to do is thank God for the time that I did have with him. That's what he told me. And it blew me away. He said, Pastor Tony, all I do is just thank Jesus for the time that I did have with him. And so he didn't blame God for his circumstances. He was holding on to God through his circumstances. And I thought to myself, man, what a warrior. I remember several years ago, about 11 years ago, there was a lady in her late 60s who came to our church and she was in a wheelchair and she lost everything in a house fire. She was living in a trailer. The entire thing burnt down. She lost everything. And some of the men in our church was building a ramp for her wheelchair to get into a rental place that she was getting into. She lost everything late in life. And I asked her, I said, how are you dealing with this? And this is what she said. She goes, Pastor Tony, the only way I've learned to deal with anything like this is just to lean on Jesus. I just try to lean on Jesus. She wasn't blaming God for her circumstances. She was holding on to God through her circumstances. And I thought to myself, what a warrior. About nine years ago, a friend of mine, his wife was in jail. She was in prison for drugs. And I remember when she was in prison, he got a hold of God and God got a hold of him. And he had some kids of theirs that he was raising. He was a single father while she was in prison and he really turned his life around. And when she got out of prison, she started to come to church with him and she tried to turn her life around too. They ended up having another child. Well, then not too long after that, one day he heard something in the back of the house and he went back there and she had taken her own life. She passed away. And so now he's a single dad again. And about two months after that, his kids were outside playing in the driveway. And one of his relatives was backing out of the driveway and ran over one of his youngest kids. And that child died. And then a couple of months after that, he lost his job. I mean, heartache after heartache. 
pain after pain, the quarters stacking on top of each other, heavy emotions. And I asked him how he was holding up. He goes, Pastor Tony, I just talked to Jesus because I don't know what else to do. So he wasn't blaming God for his circumstances. He was holding on to God in spite of his circumstances. And I thought to myself, what a warrior. You and I are all tempted to jump to conclusions about God based off of our storms, our situations, our pain, and our circumstances. And this is dangerous to do because we do this in both ways. When times are good, we judge God's love in our life by our circumstances. And when times are bad, we judge God's love in our life by our circumstances. But this is not true. The real test and the real inspiration is holding on to God during your most difficult and confusing times. And so remember this today and notice this. Your painful circumstances do not have to be an excuse to leave your faith behind. Your painful circumstances don't have to be an off-ramp for your faith. It doesn't have to be an off-ramp for your relationship with God. I want you to notice something. I want to talk to you about a character today in the New Testament that was going through a very difficult time. And I want you to notice the difference between this character, John the Baptist, and his belief in Jesus when he was going through a difficult time, and Jesus and how he believed in John the Baptist when John the Baptist was going through this difficult time. Notice what Jesus says about John the Baptist to a crowd of people when John was not there. By the way, when someone's talking about you when you're not around, you want them to say something like this. Notice this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. I tell you the truth of all who's ever lived, all who's ever been born, none is greater than John the Baptist, yet even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. Now you see where it says right here that among everyone who's ever been born, among everyone who's ever lived, no one has been greater than John the Baptist. That word greater means this, and notice this today if you're still with me, so I'm still with you. It means that he was a mega servant of God, a mega man of God. That term greater means mega, that John the Baptist was an icon of the kingdom of God, that he was a mega man. His faith, his heart, his love, his resilience, his endurance, his strength was mega. Sounds like Jesus really believes in him. But what's going on at the same time in this story somewhere else, I think you may find very encouraging to your heart, your strength, your faith, and your resilience. So here's how the story goes. John the Baptist gets arrested for loving God. The king wants him dead because as a prophet, he's calling out the king's lack of integrity. Man, he is calling him on the carpet. So the king wants him dead. So John's in prison and he begins to doubt Jesus. This mega person of faith and strength struggles in his heart. Because just like all of us, this is true. And notice this today. A change in our circumstances can rock our peace and this usually rocks our faith. Anytime we have a change in our storms and circumstances, it steals our peace and that usually rocks our faith. And so this is why we need to be warriors and build resilience. Notice John's questions while he's in prison and in pain. Matthew chapter 11 verses 1 through 4. When Jesus had finished giving these instructions to his 12 disciples, he went out to teach and preach in the towns throughout the region. John the Baptist who was in prison heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciples to ask, 
Are you the Messiah that we've been expecting or should we keep looking for someone else? Jesus told him, go back to John and tell him what you've seen and what you've heard. Understand that John the Baptist is seeing everything that Jesus is doing and he's in prison and he's in pain. And because of that, he's doubting. Is this really the Messiah or should we really be looking for someone else? And Jesus says, just go back and tell John the Baptist everything you've seen, everything you've heard. He should know. While John was in prison, doubting. God because of his pain Jesus at the same time was saying this very thing about John to a crowd of people now get that while John was in prison and hurting doubting Jesus because of his pain that's how he was feeling towards Jesus notice how Jesus was feeling towards John at the same time this man this mega man in God's kingdom he was saying this this is the greatest person that's ever been born the greatest person that's ever been born. But why would and should you and I find this very encouraging today? Well, this is why and remember this today. Because when circumstances in your life are heavy, God believes in the resilience inside of you because he's the one who placed it in your heart to begin with. Which means this today, that when life is tough and you're tempted to lose your faith, hold on to God. Why? Because Jesus believes in his strength that he placed inside of you. So be a warrior when life is heavy and when life is painful and you're tempted to lose your faith hold on to God why because he believes in the strength that he placed inside of you because he's the one that placed it inside of you and so be a warrior when life is exhausting and overwhelming and you're tempted to let go of God and let go of your faith hold on to him why because Jesus believes in the strength because he placed that strength inside of you and so be a warrior notice second Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10 today notice what the missionary Paul says about finding God's strength in our weaknesses and building resilience in our life. He goes, even though I've received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. And each time he said, my grace is all that you'd need. My power works best in your weaknesses. My power works best in your weaknesses. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, he is strong. When I feel weak in my storms, he's strong. When I feel weak in my circumstances, he is strong. When I feel weak in my battles, he is strong. When I feel weak underneath my heartache and my pain, he is strong. Your strength is the strength that Jesus has placed inside of you, and it will not fail. The missionary told the Galatians for this, he goes, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The strength that causes you to rise up from that heartache and pain is the strength that Jesus put inside of you himself. It comes from himself and his love and it's not going to fail. So be a warrior. He knows that. He knows it will never fail. So stand back up again and be a warrior. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us. We love you all. Continue to stay tuned in for an amazing time of worship with the amazing Waters Ed worship team. We cannot wait to see you back next Sunday. Have a great week.